Hello, my name is Professor Van Dracovich. It really means a lot that you're willing to listen to Noobs and Dragons. If you're enjoying the show, as I'm sure you are, then you can support us over at patreon.com slash gamezilla media from there there's a variety of perks that you can choose uh, for for five dollars you get access to discord channels that are exclusive to patreon members for ten dollars you'll have an npc modeled after you and he'll be worked into the show for the future <laughs> for fifteen dollars you get access to exclusive content like a behind the scenes show each month You'd be a fool not to sign up! But if you if you want to, that is. <laughs> well, enjoy the show. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group left the Pain Chateau and arrived in Narquelian, where they caught up with Professor Von Dracovich. Afterwards, the team split up, and while Jander and Tilly learned of the Ophel Gorger Coliseum, Alistair encountered Telomere Venomstar. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Alistair, you ducked behind a building, and you saw Telomere Venomstar, who had a bag. Stop. Look around. Didn't seem to catch sight of you. And then you lost him in a crowd. What would you like to do? Freak out for a moment internally. <laughs> you start having a panic attack. Screaming in my head. Uh-huh. And then I remember I have warm meat pies. And I start to calm down from the smell. The, it's a, a wonderful odor. Mm. You have the bag pressed against your chest as you're like a, your back is against mm -hmm. the wall, mm -hmm. and the the warmth of the the bag sort of like kind of soothes you a bit. Okay, good. All right, all right. I gotta you know drop these meat pies off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to find the find the rest of the team. Okay, sure. Now, do you want to head back to the uh, Midori School of Magic? Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back there first. Sure. So you uh, start heading to uh, to the Midori School of in, Magic in like a hustled walk, like like make an um, athletics almost check. like I'm a weird speed walker. Sure. Yeah, make an athletics check. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that to me? Uh... Six. You get winded. <laughs> back to uh, back to uh, Jandar and Tilly. You are talking with Percival Steelbreeze. He had just let you know uh, that he had found records relating to the uh, Galaxy Render household, uh, and apparently they had some head butler, a major domo by the name of Sotheby Crux. Uh, he was apparently some great swordsman. Aside from that, uh, he let you know that scouts had brought back information about Ophel Gorger Coliseum. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, indeed. <laughs> this is where you... <laughs> Percy. This is... Percy. <laughs> oh, man. I, I need I, you I just, to I'm tell me about the thing under Stone Raven Keep. Like, is it... 
Or or here. Ah, what the heck is it called? <laughs> oh, uh, the depths of Thornhaven. The depths uh, of Thornhaven. Yes. He says. Is it still safe? He says. Well, I locked it up. Percy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he says I locked it up, and I've still got the key on me. Wouldn't you mind uh, unlocking? I want to go make sure everything is uh, good down there. I've had a weird feeling. After, uh, yeah, after I, I would be more than happy to assist you with, you know, going in there. And uh, Jane, are you following? I guess so. I mean, uh, Tilly, do you really want to go down there without Alistair? I mean, Alistair freaked out the last time and like threw a panic attack. Do we really want him with us? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, go to the door and uh, uh, make an Arcana check, and Percival will as well. All of us are just uh, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Jandar and Tilly both make uh, Arcana checks. Oh, oh, that's good. Nine, <laughs> twenty. Not not natural though. With a twenty, you I uh, I. Uh, Percival starts unlocking this this door uh, to the the prison, uh, and Tilly's just you know standing beside him, not really paying any attention. And uh, Jandar, you kind of get like a, a little bit of a bad feeling. You feel like there's this like nasty aura that just kind of like gives you like kind of a a, a a weird feeling that just sort of like feels like it's emanating from the behind the door. And he puts the key in the lock, twists it. And then he starts pushing the door open. The door, you know, the big, heavy double doors swing open. And he says, well, right this way. And he starts walking down the stairs. I I, uh, informed Tilly of uh, the feeling that I had. Something something strange was there. And a weird aura. Tilly, make an intelligence check. It also kind of smelt like when Alistair gets stinky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eighteen. With eighteen, uh, Tilly, you you uh, uh, suddenly memories start flooding into your head of feeding the prisoner. Oh no! Oh, no! <laughs> the orchid meat from the grell. Uh, who, who who you had ended up finding dead, and uh, there is a nasty odor that sort of like assaults your guys' uh, noses as you guys start walking into the prison, and you see Percival sort of like kind of like uh, uh, pull out like a, a handkerchief and kind of hold it up to his face as he starts walking down. Yeah. Oh, damn it, Tilly! <laughs> I also go, damn it, Tilly, <laughs> and I go, damn it, Tilly, wherever I am. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're going to keep... Yeah, let's keep going. You guys walk down the stairs, and you guys enter into the, the prison, which is, I think it's, like, uh, roughly around, like, uh, eight cells, you know, four on, like, either side of this small hall. And uh, the the door uh, to the... Uh, that leads into the passage that goes deep into the city, uh, that one's still wide open, and all the other uh, jail cells are closed up still. What do we see in the jail cell of the prisoner that we, the Tilly fed? You start walking down the hall and make a perception check as, as uh, Percival sort of stopped at the, the entrance and he's kind of waiting for your guys' cue, like what you guys want to do. I'll take that natural 20. 19. Tilly, with a 19, you, I, oh, let's see. 
you uh, you get the feeling that like in from like the the kind of the like from where you're at, you see only a, a vague kind of like a like slight kind of edge of that last jail cell where that guy died, and you almost feel like you see movement. I, uh, Jandar, you kind of get a bad feeling, and you sort of look up and you see that uh, on the ceiling. Uh, from that jail cell are these like thin like threads of like that are the color red like and like organic they almost look organic and they sort of twitch and pulse as Tilly starts walking up closer back to you Alistair Alistair <laughs> <laughs> uh. you uh you've gotten to uh uh like one of the elevators uh that lead you know, down to the the ground level uh, floor, and like there's a, a few, you know a bunch of people standing around staring at you as you're like, meatpies, let's have meatpies, and they they like start to start like it's like little slight like like kind of moving away from you, and almost like in an elevator when there's somebody who's like kind of sweaty or smelly, like they just sort of like kind of like start uh, uh, edging away from you. Okay, and your your elevator hits the ground floor, and it's a. a a short trot to the Midori School of Magic. Do you want to make another uh, athletics check for me? Sure. By all means. Uh, that would be a 17. With a 17, you catch your breath on the ride down and you start uh, jogging to uh, the Midori School of Magic. And you get there pretty quick. Uh, you get to the door. All right. And I do the secret knock. Okay, you do the secret knock, yes. which the the secret knock escapes me at the moment. I'll be honest. Oh, I think oh, it was. It's uh, uh, it's, it's this. Da, 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 no, it's da. this. It's, it goes. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. So you make the, the Michael Bay, <laughs> right? It's Terminator or Terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it was, <laughs> whatever. So you you guys, <laughs> you, or you do the knock. You open the door, and I uh, I uh, you see Professor. Oh uh, well, let's see what is he up to. I. Uh, yeah, Professor Von Dracovich is uh, uh, like w- it looks like he's walking to uh, the room with all the books in it, mm-hmm. uh, and he stops and sees you, and he goes, "Oh, uh, hello! Uh, I don't suppose that's uh, a snack for me." Oh, yeah, it is. I need to give it to you. Here you go. Oh, okay, uh, thank yeah. you. Enjoy it. And he kind of like floats up in the air from where he was standing, Ooh. and like he floats over to you, and it seems like he's getting more and more control over the body. Man, you're getting the hang of that bod. It's not. It's not too difficult once you've, you've your brain's been inside it for a while. That's, that, sure, I'll take your word for it. Um, have has the the other two shown up? Have they gone back? Come back yet? Uh, no, I. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I was kind of in one ear and out the other as you guys were making plants, so I, I didn't really catch where they went. But they haven't come back since they've left. And he looks around. He goes, "No, I don't believe so." Okay. okay. Uh, well, here's some food. Enjoy. He takes the bag. Um, I gotta go find them badly. So, um, um I'll, I'll, what? Can I yep. ask you a question? What's up? Well, you you said you didn't know what it was like. I mean, do you want your brain in another body? Uh, do you <laughs> did you have one in mind? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just you know augmentations, and and I I can I can do wonders. You know what? Come up, uh. In your spare time, it's not a priority. But if you want to give me like a rough sketch of uh, something you think that would be suitable and, and pretty handy for me, I'll consider it. You know, I, I was told I should build something else. Maybe I can just combine those two projects. What projects? Huh? 
oh, um, nothing. It's not a big deal. Um, tell me, um, can you move at Mach? Have you ever moved at Mach two speed? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you how fast that is. Oh well, it's it's rather fast, but if 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 not, then you might be able to experience it someday. But that's all right. We'll worry about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? I could turn into other animals and like fly and stuff. Is there an animal that you really like? Your favorite animal? What is your favorite animal? My favorite animal that I can turn into, or just in general? Well, I guess in general. But I mean, if you can turn into it, then you have experience already. <laughs> um. I'll have to think on it. There's a lot of animals to choose from. Well, I'll, there I'll are have to, quite a bit. I'll, there, you know, there's like monkeys. There's like uh, horses. Sure, um, sure. Sheep. <laughs> animals like horses and sheep. Donkeys. Similar also to that. Large dogs. Not as similar to that. Um, uh, you know, maybe things like gators. Gators uh, don't have horns. Uh, no. Oh, oh, so you weren't looking for something with a horn? Huh? No, nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, you're con- I need to go. I'll, oh, I'll get right. back to you. You get back to me. Sure. We'll do lunch, okay? Yes, we'll, we'll do. Thank you for lunch. You're very welcome. He holds up the meat pies. Um, enjoy your time. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. And I bolt out. And where are you heading? Uh, they, do I know? I know they went to go talk to Percival. Yeah, so they went to Thorne. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to book it to check. there. Ooh, that's a three. <laughs> uh, you like you get winded uh, talking with Professor Vondragovich. You get outside, close the door, and then you kind of have to lean against the thing. You kind of have a stitch in your do side. I, do I get like a shin splint? Yeah, you're. you're uh, oh, it's since I'm not running, but I'm like walking awkwardly fast. You don't do oh. a lot of running. No, you, I don't. You, you've been flying a lot lately. Yeah. It's not been great on I'm gonna, your I'm gonna, on your health. I'm gonna air out some parts of my armor just to like try to like cool myself off and mm-hmm. uh, take a moment. Exactly. So <laughs> back to you two. I, uh, Jander, you see Tilly walking towards that final cell, and above her you see these like thin threads. Doesn't look like she's noticed them. <laughs> Do I? I don't know if I should tell her. Uh, Tilly, <laughs> Tilly, look up. Stop and look up. Tilly, you stop and look up, and I, uh, I uh, before you get to like underneath them, you see these like weird thin like threads. I uh, and as you're a little bit closer now, you can kind of peek in, and you see that the body of the the prisoner uh, who you guys had like bickered and fought with before that you gave this like meat to. Uh, it looks like from out of his body are these like uh, uh, these like long red threads uh, that are all really thin. They're all like kind of bundled and coiled together, and they come up and hit the ceiling. And it looks like they've like spread out from the ceiling of this jail cell and have like come out of the the you know the the you know this barred door. Uh, Jandar, you might want to come take a look at this. Uh... I start... oh uh, yeah okay never mind. Yeah. Why don't you just. <laughs> So you creep up. This guy looks like he's growing. Some you stuff. Yeah, you creep up and see what uh, this is your Tilly fault. Sees. You did this. Go in there and see what it is. Uh, do I have to? I mean, you're, you're the one that gave him some weird meat from like another dimension or something. Percival walks up, who I uh, uh, only only caught vague parts of your conversation and, and only really realized what was going on when you guys all stopped and were both stopped and looked up at the ceiling and he kind of jingles the, the, the ring of keys and he says, I do have the key.
keys if you'd like to open the door, but if we're sealing this off anyway, perhaps this is something we could deal with another time? I don't know, because if we let this go, who knows what it's going to turn into. Very true. It says... I think Tilly said that she'd be happy to go in there and take a look, though. I think I might have heard that also. (laughs) Uh, What would you guys like to do? Do you guys want to try attacking it from the outside? Do you guys want to just walk on in? What would you like to do? Tilly, do we want to attack this thing, or do you want to just go down? Well, apparently I'm going into the thing. All right, open it up for her. But I look at Percy and I go, I don't need your stinking keys. And I go to kick the door in. Oh, God, no. Absolutely. Uh, uh, go ahead and make a strength check. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> With uh, disadvantage. I t- I disadvantage. I want to step back. I want to step back. 16. Wow, with disadvantage, you yeah. you step up, you smash the uh, the jail cell door, and it kind of rattles, and then there's an awkward silence, and then uh, Percival goes, I, I, I have the keys. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and he tosses them from where he's at, and you catch them, and do you want to open up the cell door? I want to unlock it, and then I want to kick it in. Sure, you unlock it. Pop the key out and then kick it in, and the the uh, the door swings open. I uh, and the the threads that are above you sort of like kind of like shit like shimmer and shift almost as if maybe like the air current coming into this place like sort of moved them. It's a little weird. <laughs> I want to creep up to this body and I want to at full extension poke it with my staff. Just absolutely make a stealth check. Sixteen. With a sixteen, you creep up, and you pull out your staff, and you poke at the body, and the thing kind of like, like, kind of shifts a bit as you poke it, and I, uh, it, it just sort of, you know, kind of moves a bit, like it, like you know, it's as if it's just a body you're poking. It's not like it moves. It's not like it jumps up. And in the the cell itself, you can get a better view. And out of his back, it looks like something erupted out of it as he's, like, face down. And this all these threads come up and hit the ceiling. And it, they're a lot thicker from the, the, the body to the ceiling. And then they sort of, like, thinly spread out. It looks like whatever's happened here over the course of these, you know, maybe a few weeks since you guys have been in the into Thornhaven, uh, this is what's happened so far. And Percival says, well, I know a little bit of magic. I can maybe set it on fire. Yeah, let's do it. Let's burn this. Let's burn this bitch down. <laughs> and he says, well said, Tilly. And uh, and Percival asks if you're going to come back out of the, the jail cell. Yeah, well, of course. All right. Well, you know, I just want to find out where you're at. God, and, Percy, come uh, on. Think before you speak. And Percival says, that attitude won't do with me, Tilly. And he holds out his hand, and he shoots a firebolt at the uh, the body. And all the threads immediately engulf in flames, and the, the fire shoots up to the ceiling, shoots across the threads. And uh, and he sort of steps back as the this, like, you know, explosion kind of happens. And uh, for the briefest of moments, you feel like the body, which was face down, sort of like looks up and stares at you guys as he's looking at the ceiling and it's just looking from the floor and it whispers 
and then the threads sort of fall from the ceiling onto the body and it engulfs in flames. And Percival sort of steps back and uh, and he stops and he says, well, it seems like we took care of it, right? Yeah, it seems so, right? I lean over to Percival and I'm like, that message was for Tilly, not, not me. What message? You didn't see it talk. What? No. It talked. It's a dead body with something coming out of it. Yeah, dead body. That's what I mean. Let's go downstairs now. Oh, very well. <laughs> Alistair. Great. You are uh, finally walking into Thornhaven. <sighs> okay. Okay. Where the fuck do I go? <laughs> so <laughs> you walk inside and uh, it doesn't look like anybody's around. Okay. Do I just go? I'm just going to head for Percival's office. Sure. You walk up to Percival's uh, office, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the door is cracked. Okay. I'll just go in. You walk in. You look in. There is a, a, a bookcase. There's a desk. And on the desk are all these like old documents. Uh, it doesn't look like he's here, though. I don't see anybody. I just kind of like flustered and do you want to if you want you can investigate his office if you want you can uh just start searching around sure yeah i'll just i'll take take a look around and like see if i can figure out where they're at or, or sure if you're not went. if you're not like just rummaging through his stuff and you just want to find them then make a perception check oh no like okay like if he had any notes left behind for, like, investigation okay i'll do investigation mm-hmm Ooh, that would be a 21. With a 21, you see that it looks like he was doing research on the galaxy render name. Oh. There's a document there that uh, lists a uh, a major domo Sotheby Crux. Man, that's a cool name. <laughs> right? And uh, the thing is, though, is uh, it lists this head butler of this, you know, the galaxy render state as being uh, uh, a, uh, you know, the... Uh, he's the head of their, you know, mm-hmm. the Galaxy Render Estate specifically. Uh, but what also catches your attention uh, with your uh, looking in, in, at these documents is there's another noble house name that looks like had a meeting with the Galaxy Render family, among others. Do I recognize the name? I should hope so. Oh God! It is the last name Lockwood. It is, isn't it? Uh, do, what do I recognize? Is there a year or anything? There's not uh, – uh, years are sort of uh, kind of tricky in like a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a fantasy world like this. It's not like you know there's somebody like with a calendar necessarily. Uh, but it looks like the document's quite old. Uh, it looks like uh, from, from the names you're seeing, it looks like uh, this was probably around uh, 40, 50 years ago. So would I know of anybody who maybe – like in my head, like who would have been around and maybe have met with them? Your Besides father, father or, your father would have been a young man. Okay. Uh, so potentially your His, grandfather, okay. or maybe uncles or something, something like that. So they may have. So they met at one point. Mm-hmm. It lists them meeting at a, uh, a stable. At a stable, a Lockwood stables. Lockwood stables. That's what it says. Oh. Yep. Those got burnt down, didn't they? Well, your estate was burnt down, yeah. but I mean, if there were other auxiliary buildings or or something of that nature, they could feasibly be around. You don't know. It doesn't have a okay. location of where it is. It just has it, you know, this name listed. Okay. Anything else? And uh, 
No, I, I I mean nothing that of interest to you. You look around and like it looks like he's been like uh, going through a lot of old old documents, and a lot of it is not very relevant. Okay. It's like you know like uh, uh like you know this person visited the city, but like it's not a name you know things like that. Okay. I uh, otherwise you I uh, I uh, you hear like a what sounds like a uh oh make a perception check. And let me know what you get. Perception would be a um, 15. With a 15, you hear something uh, uh, like a, a uh, something kind of like loud happen downstairs. Downstairs. Do I know what's downstairs? Sure. It's the prison that leads to the depths of Thornhaven. Oh, they're doing something stupid down there. That could potentially be. Son of a bitch. All right, I'll book it. You book it, and you rush down the stairs, and sure enough, you find them staring at, like, this, like, uh, like singed black marks on the ceiling uh, and in this pr- uh, prison cell where you remember that prisoner was, the one who was uh, harassing you about the Lockwood family. What the hell are you guys doing? Man, didn't that you do, was stupid. Didn't you already hurt that guy <laughs> enough when you really fed him with, like, the bad steak? What are you talking about? We're not doing Why? anything. There's a burning body in front of that me. That was Percival. And singes on the ceiling. Percival, what's happening down here? Your concern is understandable. Yes. But this was the best case scenario, I assure you. I trust you. I trust you, Percival. I should hope so. Those two idiots I don't trust. He says, in this case, it was a group effort to make this decision. All right, whatever. What is? What are you guys doing down here? Um... Nothing. No, no. <laughs> you just did something. So what are you? Well, we came down here to go further down and check the door. No, no, you yeah. didn't. No. Yeah, but uh-uh. when we got here, mm-hmm. nope. That weird dude had stuff growing out of him. Yeah. So we should not come back down here, and we should go, and they should burn and seal this room forever. Mm, no. We're I go am down. going to have to get my prison back at some point. You may want to, Lord re- Alistair Lockwood. You may want to relocate your prison. <laughs> I assure you, we don't have the budget for that in this city. I mean, you won't have a city, maybe, if you keep your prison here. All right, down the stairs we go. No, no. Oh, Jandar's yeah. heading down the stairs. We're going. Tilly's going down the stairs. Percival has to escort them. He's going down the stairs. You guys are dumb. Are you going with them? I'm going to have to. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Lord Alistair Lockwood. Follow. Follow us. No, oh, no, I'm babysitting you guys. <laughs> That's yeah. what's going on yeah, right okay. now. However you want to make yourself feel better, buddy. <laughs> He says, I assure you, I'm babysitter enough for the lot of you. Now let's go. You say that now, but all right. Lead the way. And Percival starts walking down the stairs. Uh, he goes into the, the prison with the fake, or the... Uh, oh. Hmm? Shit. <laughs> uh, you guys distracted me. I just remember what I wanted to say to you. No, uh, we already get it. We already get it. You hate us. We make bad decisions, and this is one of them. I get it. Speaking of bad decisions. Yeah. No, that's that's 100%. I thought that's unsaid. Like, I don't think I ever need to say that. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so I, I got some meat pies, okay, from, from a bakery. This is what you had to tell us. Okay. And the lady there also sells fruit pies, okay? <laughs> Things with fruit in them. Okay. Okay. And she was all out of them. Well, that's unfortunate. It is, because I love fruit pies. But it gets worse. Oh, my goodness. They Guess who bought any... all the fruit pies? I have no idea, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. Starts with a T. Ends with an Elamir. I don't know. <laughs> Telomere Venazar. <laughs> the Boogeyman. 
he buys fruit pies at this place. In the city. Like in right this, now, he's, it, just, he's just in the city buying fruit pies. He's in this city. So let me Why this. have we not f- heard about him? Let Didn't me, we tell everybody to No, we knew he was us? in the city already. Percival goes, <clears throat> Hilda decided that it was a better idea not to panic the city, and so the citizens do not know that Telomere Venomstar is potentially within the city. Yeah, yeah, and I saw him. Right, but so you you ran down here to insult us instead of tell us this, this useful information. Well, I I'd like to do both. Yeah. I, um, I no, I I walked out of the bakery, and then he was there walking in a crowd. Did you follow him? Uh, no, I hid for a second, and then he disappeared. So you had a chance to figure out where he's staying. And you uh, didn't I do remember it. you saying to tell someone not to follow him. Yeah, someone, not you. Oh, oh, I'm allowed to follow him and get murdered, <laughs> yes. but the other person's not allowed. Yes. That's not fair. I never said it was fair. I just said that's what I mean. That's I'm okay with Listen, that. Listen, I wouldn't have been able to take him by myself, so I came to get you guys. That's why you and you're follow already, him you're already stealthily and figure out I where don't. he's staying so that when you came and got us, we would actually know where we're going to I, find I him. I don't trust myself to follow him. As quietly as you would hope. Okay, guys, guys, listen. There is very important information you guys are overlooking. They do not have fruit pies right now. I know. Shut up, Tilly. I was upset, too. I wanted to get one for us as a treat. But now I saw Telomere, and that's our disgusting treat that we got. I I, I just, (laughs) I I think we should abandon what we're doing right here now and go find Telomere. How are we going to find him? You didn't follow him. Well, we can go to where I saw him last and see if we can try and, uh, you know, Retrace steps because the lady also said that he comes in frequently, so we can stake out the bakery and essentially just wait till we see him again. She says he comes either like once a day or once every two days, and we can just follow him then. So stake out like you leave a steak on a plate. And you don't and touch meat it? forever, ever again. No, we like hide around the place and we watch it day and night until we find the guy and then we follow. But there's no steak involved. You know, I'll buy you a, a steak if you want. All right. Or a meat pie. <laughs> I'm in. Anyways, I think we need to get out of here and go find him. But what about the thing under the, what about the thing under the city we need to talk to? Oh, you know my feelings on it. Don't ever talk to it. Don't just forget it. But why? We just went to the Pain Chateau that is leading us to here. Just because something's leading us somewhere, it doesn't mean we should f- go to that area. I'm pretty like sure you're you leading to lead us. us yeah, to tell exactly. But I'm not a, I'm not a there. something. I'm a somebody. I'm your friend. Uh huh. Yeah. You trust me, right? You right? <laughs> right? Kinda. Tilly. Sorta. We're old friends. So <laughs> you look up to me friends. literally. That's a rough. That's a tough word to. Let's accept. look at this logically. All right. You want to go oh, do okay. a stakeout? <sighs> yes. In which we look at the bakery and mm-hmm. wait for Telomere Venomstar to go buy fruit pies. Yes. You also just told us there's no fruit pies there now. So clearly we have to wait till tomorrow when they bake more fruit pies yeah, that's in how order for us to catch That's him. how businesses work. So for right. tonight, so like, we why go don't down we go down this, here and yeah. talk to this thing that's no, down no, there? No, 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 no. And yeah, then no. we come yep. back up and yep. stake it out after. No, we can go Sounds rest. good. Sounds we good. Can relax. Percy's on my side with this. We can right? relax before Percival? our minds get fucked. Percival says, I recall the last time we were here, Alistair, and everything turned out fine. For you. (laughs) (laughs) Point taken. But regardless, if you want to explore this place, I'll escort you down there. If you don't, then we can go. But if they want to go, I'm going to escort them. 
I have the key. How about this? Give me the key. I've already been down there once with no. you. You stay up here in case some weird shit no, happens. No, don't do it. And then we'll come back and talk to you if we and we'll get out of here together. He says, so long as I get the key right. to lock it up before That's totally you leave, fair. you three can go alone. I don't really care one way or the other. All right, I give think, me the key then. That's fine. I just don't think he should He should have to deal with I just don't want with you to have the key because... Well, we're already in here. I know. He takes the key. He hands it <laughs> over to you. He, sa- he even lets you know that he could just hold on to the key. It's not like you need the key any further. It's just to lock it up behind you guys. Okay, yeah, fine. Just, then you just, just keep the key. Just, yeah. just stay up here. Want, I don't want that responsibility. If, sure. He if, has the key. If that body does a thing, whatever you guys did to... I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, it's cinders on the ground. But anyways, if you see some other weird shit, please shout down. I will definitely shout up. Very well. (laughs) I'll shout sideways. I'm heading down the stairs now. See ya. Jindar starts heading down the stairs. Tilly? Well, see ya. I'm going to, I guess. And Alistair, you walk behind. And and you start walking down the stairs into the depths of Thornhaven. And much like before, uh, you come down and there's a floor. And then you go across the room. You go down and it just kind of keeps... You know, taking you down staircases that lead to floors and, you know, and you guys make it to uh, where you encountered Glarus Galaxy Render that first time. Or, well, uh. technically the second time. Uh, so it's the room before the bomb. Uh, the, well, it's uh, quite a few rooms before few the bomb, rooms. yeah. Okay. It's, uh, uh, but it's before the, the next floor where it junctions into two different directions. Okay. The one path led to those magic items you had found, mm-hmm. and then uh, the other path led to really where the bomb was and that room. Do you guys want to just start heading to where the room was? The yep. Bo- yeah. The bomb, yeah. So you guys start walking down the stairs. Uh, so uh, you guys are walking, and uh, Alistair, you're hearing the footsteps of you know friend behind you, and, the, and you guys are you know, walking along, and you guys hit to the next floor. And Alistair, make a perception check. 18? You were in the rear. That's what I thought. Who was it behind you? Uh, look around. You stop and you look around, and you don't see anything. You're here, aren't you? What's what I say? There's no answer. Motherfucker. Are you talking to yourself back there? I think, I think our thing that's haunting us is only feet. What? I don't think he has any other part of body, he's but ta- just he's feet. spoken to me. Yeah, oh, I don't know where. We're I just heard. Friend. We're I heard best friends. I'm better friends with him than you. That's fine. I don't want to be friends with him. <laughs> I guy. try to get him to speak to me, but he doesn't. I heard. I heard our our shadowy friend following behind us. Let's keep moving. Ugh. You guys walk down the the path that you've walked before, and you guys make it to the room with where the bomb was. And there's still a like a pile of junk on the ground, you know, the copper tubing and piping and stuff like that uh, that was left behind from when the bomb was, you know, essentially like kind of fell apart. And on the other side of the room is uh, the uh, the doorway, which isn't necessarily a door. It's uh, it looks like it could it could be a door, but there's like three uh, thick bar branches, uh, which, you know, don't allow you like entryway into the, the deeper in. This is where it talked to me. Mm-hmm. This is hello. Sp- oh god, no. No response. Hello. No response. 
this is where I talk to you. <clears throat> yeah. You're sure? Absolutely. It wanted me to let it out. All three of you make a perception check. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> 25. 25. Wow, 21. All three of you stop for a moment you know, from your bickering, and you sort of turn and look, and uh, one of the like plating, like the copper plate, like plates that house the bomb, sort of like kind of like, leans as if someone like put weight on it, and then one of the dials that was made of glass just sort of shatters as if weight has been pressed on it. Uh, hello, are you there? We could see you. And there, it almost and as as you're now paying attention in the the wreckage of the bomb, you it almost seems like somebody's like foot is moving through it like someone is like placing weight down and stepping across and it looks like they're heading towards the the doorway like the, the bar doors, oh, the, bar doors. The, the branch bar doors i'm not going near it it's walking towards us no it's walking towards the doors well you guys walked in and then you're sort of in the room so it's i, I guess it doesn't uh, it's not necessarily walking towards you guys oh. it's just sort of like walk like maybe walked be- from behind you through you mm. and is moving towards those uh, branch doors hmm where are you going buddy and the final like plate of of metal on the ground sort of like gets almost looks like it gets stepped on it like kind of twists you know as if there's weight on it and it sort of kind of twists funny as if something stopped to like turn around and then it there's nothing. It just stops as if it's staring at you. And you have this weird kind of gross feeling of like somebody just like locking eyes with you, but you can't see them. Hmm. Doesn't want to talk to us. Walking towards the bars and the bars are made out of, out of wood then. They saying? are wood. Yep. It, uh, the a lot of this uh, place is, of course, because it's within the uh, one of you know one of these treants, uh, and uh, and as you sort of like talk at the thing, and it doesn't really talk back or anything, but it's sort of like kind of it looks like the the metal plate and kind of turns, it kind of wobbles a bit, and kind of like and comes to a stop as if it was stepped off it, and then feasibly it it heads to the the these branch doors. You're not sure. You want us? Uh, you want to help us get past these branch doors, since you don't want to talk to us. There's no response. Okay, I'm out of ideas, guys. Anything else, or uh, I don't want to be here. Tilly, what are you thinking? I am going to go pick up a copper pipe. Sure, you pick up a pipe off the ground, and I walk mm-hmm. over to the barred doors. Mm-hmm. And then I like put the pipe up to my mouth and I go, hello. And you shout through the, the pipe and it makes like in it, it's kind of like, Woo-hoo. it's kind of this like weird echoey like sound through this tube. And there's no response. You're sure this is where I talk to you, Alistair? Yep. Hey, if you want us to let you out, you need to talk to us. You shout in, and you almost, like, as you're staring at this door, it almost feels like uh, uh, like a shadow kind of, like, casts, 
like you know, as if there's someone standing on the other side, like of the 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 door, uh, you know, but you can't see them out of sight, like in the the hallway beyond this door, and it looks almost like a shadow casts, and the figure uh, of the sh- or the the outline of the shadow almost looks humanoid. But every so often, like the the shadow sort of like it, it like kind of flickers a moment, and like uh, a hand kind of like comes out, and you almost feel like uh, there's like teeth coming off like the hand for a split second, like the shadow of the hand, like the outline of teeth, like a shadowy outline, and it sort of fades, and you hear the voice, and it says, "There's no reason for you to come in here." Soon, soon, I will be out there. Who are you? My name is Illinok. I am the teeth of gnashing desire. Tell me, what do you all desire? I don't even know anymore. (laughs) just silent how did you get down there long ago I fell from the night sky Tilly you saw in the painting that was a portrait of me how do you know we saw the painting I've been following you. So you're the one following us? Of course. And we had the conversation at the bonfire? Indeed we did, Jandar. Friends have conversations. Agreed. So you said you're going to be out here soon. How do you plan on doing that? These treants... They sacrificed themselves to prevent me from escaping, but their seal will soon be undone. By who? It weakens with time, you see. Hmm. For all of you, it was thousands of years. For me, it was the blinking of an eye. Soon I will be released. Soon I will be free. What are you? I am this world's end. And why have you been following us? What do we have to do with any of it? I am within the pages of your book. My dreams spilled into the dreams of others. Those that had tried to resist me. With each reading of the page, the three of you grew closer to me. What do you want from us? What happens if I keep reading the book? 
there's no answer. What's Galeris have to do with all this? And there's no answer. And the shadow sort of fades away. Hmm. Okay, well, anything else? Uh, anything else, guys? Anything? I say we give him the book. I don't want that thing anymore. Throw it in between the bars, slide it in between there, I don't care. If he's in that book and it's getting more powerful as we read it, yeah, but can the we book to give be it to an him. advantage to us? Like, the last two pages we read were stuff that happened. Like, feasibly, if we keep reading this book, are we going to get to the point where it's going to be what's going to happen next? But what cost is it at? I'm willing to get rid of this thing. We know why it's come into place. There's not a real purpose for it other than it just soothed Enya's mind when she was sleeping. I... I I think we need to leave it here. Then why are we in the book? Because it's part of us, because we've read it. He's He feeds off of us. You don't know? So Enya knew all of our backstories then? Not bad. Oh, I don't think so, but... Enya... Because there were pages in that. That had to do with like well, it's not even back. It's not even backstories though. Some of these pages were the future to her. There were nightmares right. she had, so I I don't think she understood them. She just wrote them down to get them out of her head. She uh, well, if, <clears throat> if if what Ilanak has just said is the case, he shared dreams with her. Her mm-hmm. dre- their dreams bled together because of their contact. So feasibly, the dreams she had were the dreams of Ilanak which were somehow related to all of you. Yeah, I don't like the what idea. What does Ilanak want with those guys? Like, He wants to get out, and he wants to end things. He just said that. Right, and then there, he's bonded by these tree ants, which apparently are coming to like the end of their power to seal him in. Yeah. So we got to go, what, talk to Swamp Burrow again and see wh- how we get more tree ants? <laughs> I, like, I don't think that's the case. You know, you would know that uh, these treants are are uh, they're like their size is ridiculous. Like these must have been like some of the most ancient and elder treants that like ever existed in this world. Because most of the times a treant is a regular sized tree. These trees are huge. They're like like little mini world trees, basically. Hmm. I don't know, but. Uh... I mean, we could leave the book behind, but I think we're, I think we're done here. He's not talking to us anymore. We're definitely not letting him out. I mean, we we're right. What is underneath the city now? We know. Yeah. Uh, we know it's that statue. Yeah, I don't. I'll leave the statue here too. Leave it all here. Yeah, that's fine. You want to leave the statue behind with the uh, book? If we're leaving the book, I'm leaving the statue with it. Sure. Do you want to, like, just toss them through the bars? Do you want to send them where they're at right here? Toss them through the bars. Sure. The book and the statue. Yep. So, Tilly, you want to grab both out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You grab the book out, and you grab the, well, the nightmare idol. Book. All right. Well, regardless, you guys get the book and the, the idol together, uh, and you toss it through the bars. And they s- splatter onto the floor. You know, the book pages swing, you know, wide open, and the nightmare idol kind of rolls to a stop. And that's it. And I like hold my face up to the bars and I go, 
quit following us. And you say that. And nothing happens. <laughs> uh, let's head back up, let's I guess. get out of here. Yep, let's go. And you guys walk out. And you guys head all the way up through the stairs. And... Uh, and you get to the uh, the doorway, and Percival is 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 still in the jail, kind of waiting around for you three. And he says, "Are you finished?" Yeah, we're finished. I think so. Let's lock All this right, back finally up. Finally finished. And he says, "Very well." And uh, you guys walk out, and he slams the the doors to the prison shut, and he locks it up. He says, "Well, is there anything else you need me for?" Uh, not unless you got a couple, uh, you know, two, three. Mini world tree tree, and it's just you know floating around. I'm afraid I'm fresh out, Tilly. Oh, okay, I think we should let him know. Uh, there's something down in your depths of the city that was sealed away by old ancient treants that made this town. It says that is the rumor, the legends. It's not a legend, it's a fact. And the thing said that it, its bond, its prison is weakening. And well, it that's not good. May come out soon. He says, "Well, hopefully, I can have more men trained up by then. More people, know. women. I think more you should. Gonna help. I think more you should put some. People. Yes, but maybe some research into some sort of magic that may be able to help reinforce the bonds and the seals. Uh, I'm not sure who you know who could help you out with that, but uh, I think that may be better than." Swords and steel. He says, I would have gone to Master Don Birchman. But he's passed away. Yeah. Perhaps Esther Moonflower knows something. Yeah, she does, and she's dead too. Uh, um, <laughs> I beg your pardon? Isn't Esther? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of. <laughs> sorry. I always get her confused with someone else I know that starts with an E. Esther's the lady at the church. Gotcha. Yeah, so is she okay? She's fine. I always get her mixed up. She looks exactly like this other person I know. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a weird mix-up in my brain. Very Anyways, well. um, yeah, maybe even reach out to other if neighboring cities, any ancient people there, or, or well-established wizards or, or mages or something uh, that might help, too. Well-established mages are few and far between, sir, but I will see what I can do. Okay. We will help out any way we can as well. Does the name Elanach mean anything to you? Says, I have no idea what that is. Okay. Good news, either do we. He says, Well, well, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page there. <laughs> uh, head, I guess we could head to the church. Yeah, go to the church, maybe see how, Hil- how Hilda's doing because of the telomere stuff. Like, yeah, you can head to Hilda's shop. Do something. You can head to uh, the uh, United Zellfire Church of Light where uh, Esther stays. Uh, who, what would you like to do? Maybe we can go to Esther. Yeah, let's go to the church first. Thank you, Percival. And he th- he says you're welcome. He thanks you for your guys's uh, you know commitment to the city, and uh, you guys leave. So you guys head down a level to the canopy, uh, where uh, uh, you know Esther's church is, and the uh, doors to the church, which are normally wide open in the middle of uh, the day, are closed. Hmm. Do we? Is it locked? I'm pull on the door and see sure. what happens. Uh, it is unlocked. Oh, okay. Just creep it open a little bit and peek in. Sure. You peek in and you hear uh, 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 
two voices. You hear Esther speaking, and you hear, uh, and she sounds kind of like she's being quiet. She's in another room. She's like in her her, uh, her bedroom, her where her study is, and uh, you hear uh, another louder voice, uh, a male, and uh, it sounds male anyway. And the the male voice says, "Well, it is almost time, Miss. I do hope that you're almost ready." Hey, uh, Esther. And both the voices go silent, and then Esther says, and Esther walks out of her room, and she says, oh, uh, hello. Hi, how you doing? Uh, quite well. Uh, I'm afraid some business has come up. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be busy for some time. Oh, what's going on? And from behind her steps a tiefling. Uh, he's kind of frail. He looks sort of like spindly. He's got kind of like more like a, uh, whereas like Brutus Payne had like large horns that shoot straight up. He is more like coiled, kind of curved, like almost like ram's horns. And uh, and the vo- or the person steps out and he goes, well, well, well. Oh, I didn't expect to see you three. Uh, and who are you? Sorry. She says, um... This is uh, an associate. I've been called upon to, um, well, to take care of some business. Um, and the uh, the person, the tiefling steps up. He goes, oh, I'm quite familiar with the three of you. It's been some time, though. Uh, excuse me? Some time? <laughs> yes. Um, I didn't have a job at the time we last spoke, but uh, I've been in the employ of someone uh, fairly powerful these days. The last time we spoke. Oh, you don't remember. That's okay. My name is Belgaroth. Hey, Bale! says, yes. Bale. Wait, what are you doing out here? Wait, you look different. Well, yes, I had to take the guise of a, um, one of your mortal races. A lot of oh, people so don't take the uh, kindly to imps. So this is a ride you're in. Essentially, yes. What are you doing out here? Does she know who you are? Uh, Esther sort of uh, kind of looks to Belgaroth and looks to you three and says, I have some ideas, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked to this guy at the Midori School of Magic. He was... Uh, After we summoned him. Yeah, he's from the Hells. She says, yes, that leads me to the business I have to attend What's to. What's going on? And who are you working for? Belgaroth steps up, he says, ah, well, I'll answer that. Uh, you see, uh, Miss Moonflower here has been summoned. Uh, she has been chosen by Melanios to be the defendant of one Lucidia Grawl. Oh. Yes. Melanios was the tree in, not tree, the uh, person she was in the, the Faelord. Faelord in the Prismator Palace, yeah. Yep. And Bilgaroth smiles. He says, well, you see, my master is, uh, well, the accuser and uh, is trying to make sure that justice is done, you see. And, well, I guess her fey lord uh, didn't really appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, Lucidia's soul is, of course, linked with Grawls and that they'll be, you know, summoned to the Nine Hells. Oh, wait. Lucidia Grawls in the Nine Hells. Well, not or- yet. And Esther needs to defend them to not go to the Nine Hells? They want to split them. Well, Esther steps up. She says, well, they share a soul. Yeah. I don't think there's a way that they can be split up. But Lucidia does not deserve to be punished for all eternity because of her brother's actions. 
And Belgrath sort of smiles a smirky kind of like shit-eating grin. He says, and I have been summoned. But what's interesting is that you three are here. I needed to find you, you see. You need us as witnesses? Indeed. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Now, here's the thing. I can't force you to go to the Nine Hells, but it would be greatly appreciated if you could uh, take part in this court that we're having. Oh, it's in the Hells. Oh, of course. I ain't got time for this crap. You want us to go, what, what, hold on, I need to process this. He wants There's us a to trial. go to hell. Yes, to go to hell to have a, tr- to be a witnesses in a trial to s- potentially save a soul of someone who we fought and. Whoa, 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 or, or damn them to all hell for all eternity. Here's the thing. You three know more than anyone else the heinous actions of one Lucidia Grawl. You can make sure that justice has been done. I'm here merely as a, a bailiff of sorts to gather you up. <laughs> you see, the 66th District Court in the Infernal Hell, or the Infernal Courts in the Nine Hells, well, um, we need to make sure that justice has been done, you see. Now, you don't need to make this decision today, of course. Esther here has been dragging her feet on the matter, so I will be more than happy to gather you up for this court uh, to have that, you know, in session. Uh, Another time, of course, but time is running out. If she doesn't show up, I would say sometime soon, uh, it will be viewed as the fact that she wasn't willing to defend when Lucidia Grawl, and, well, that just means that uh, Lucidia Grawl will end up in hell. So who has Lucidia Grawl's soul right now? Well, Lucidia Grawl's soul is sort of in a limbo, so to speak, uh, imprisoned, uh, because there was a little bit of contention. I suppose the god of nature felt Lucidia was somebody who should be rewarded for her actions in life, and, well, you know... Ilaras, the lord of all hells, has decided that, of course, Grawl's actions are heinous and to be punished. And hmm. who better than the three of you to be witnesses? You make a point there. Um, you said it doesn't have to happen right now, though, so... I, I'm sure that things can be pushed off a bit, but it is rather important that you show if you want to be involved... Or I can just take Esther and we'll leave if you don't want to be involved. I think I think I want to be involved. I don't know about you guys. What happens to the soul if we if we don't go? <laughs> well it's like in a limbo, like it, it goes to hell and it's still gonna have a, they're still gonna have a trial and but they just won't have people to either defend or prosecute as far as witnesses. They won't have witnesses, so can we just tell Esther Moonflower or that's not really how it works. They're going to want to interrogate, well, question us. Yeah, essentially, the uh, what uh, Bail Garoth is letting you know is that uh, if you guys don't show, the side of hell wins mm-hmm. and Lucidia Grawl goes to hell. If you want that to happen anyway, that's great. But the thing is, is Esther does want to defend Lucidia. She she knew Lucidia, you know, before the shard of the Black Pyramid was put in her and doesn't feel like she deserves to be punished. So, you know... Have you guys made a decision as far, or would you guys like to make a decision as far as that goes? Or is that something you want to think about? 
how long do we got to do this? Because as much as we'd love to be on trial and you know, save the soul of Lucidity and or Grawl or vice versa or whatever we're also you trying want. To save the world. Yeah, the, the world's kind of like ending, and we're trying to save that. So, like, you know. <laughs> Isn't the world always ending? To some, yeah, probably. Yes. Um, well, uh, and uh, uh, Bailgaroth sort of like kind of gets in close to the three of you, mm-hmm. and he says, I think we can all agree that Lucidia Grawl deserves to be punished in the Nine Hells, of course, correct? I think Grawl deserves, but I don't think Lucidia does. Well, think long and hard about that, because you're going to want to make a decision here soon. My master is more than willing to compensate you if you say the right things. Who is your master again? Well, the lawyer who is supporting the Nine Hells and making sure that Lucidia Grawl ends up in the Nine Hells is Zalaman the Wretched. And why does he want their soul so bad? Roll insight. With guidance. With guidance, apparently. So what does that mean? I've added D4. You've never given me guidance. Add D4? Add a D4. Okay, so that would be... 22. With the 22, uh, uh, Belgaroth tells you, he just wants to see justice done. And you feel like he's hiding something. Yeah, I don't think you're right on that. What's going on, really? What does he really want? I assure you, Zalaman the Wretched merely wishes to make sure that Lucidia Grawl ends up bound to hell. I want to. The nine uh, hells of Aladdin. I want to detect thoughts. Sure, go ahead. Uh, yes! Uh, I have to make a uh, saving throw, and that's a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw, yep, DC 13. Uh, he he succeeds. You're un, uh, unable to uh, pierce into his mind. Would charming him be able to get him to talk more truthful to us? Potentially. All right, I'll use a, my eyes of charming. Sure. Uh, what's so charisma I, saving throw? I say, yeah. Win- I wink at him like, come on, Bale. You're our friend. He says, of course we're friends. And that's why I'm telling you that he merely wishes justice be done. Mm, I think there's way more to this. So if you want our commitment either way, we're going to need a little bit more information on... What kind of rewards What are we kind talking? of reward? What's going to happen to Grawl? Like... We need some reassurances. It's just as like you would if you were to make any kind of deal. He says, the the bartering that needs to be done that you're asking for is really something that you should speak with Solomon the Wretched about. I can't tell you or promise you what he's going to offer you, but I'm sure it will be very, very... Uh, uh, you'll you'll be very very handsomely rewarded. Of course, he's a very powerful being. This uh, is really really this is how we're gonna do this. What I, I walk to like the outer edge and then I take my staff and I just drag it on the ground in a circle, fifteen feet around, and then I step back in and I cast Zone of Truth and then I ask him the question <laughs> again. Uh, <laughs> is there a saving throw with Zone of Truth? A charisma saving throw. We've already tried. Now everybody has to. Like, anybody in the zone. Oh, God. I, and what's the number he has to hit? Um, mm-hmm. Working on it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 15. He smiles, and he says, 
Tilly, you want justice to be done, right? Yeah. I do. Of course you I don't do. want my time to be wasted, though, either. What's going on here? If you don't want your time to be wasted, you just don't need to show up. It's fine. You don't need to be rewarded. You don't need anything like that. Bale, we were buddies, man. Of course we're friends. Remember when we summoned you the first time? We gave you that lovely treasure to take back with you. You know, it wasn't really... It was a treasure. <clears throat> Very well, of course. Yes. It well, you guys bicker. I wanted to tech thoughts again. I have another charge I want to do. God. <laughs> we're just bombarding him <laughs> with yeah, truth yeah. things. <laughs> you pierce into his mind a bit. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and you see... A red, a figure hunched over with a red cloak, and his back is so hunched up that you can't even see his like face or anything. And the cloak droops down, like in front of his face, and I, uh, and you hear a voice that says, "Belgoroth, find them, or prevent them from involving themselves in my affairs. Lucidia Grawl's soul must be mine." And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.